This is the SETN Podcast with Chris Goforth and Chandler Morrison, covering high school football in Chattanooga and the Southeast Tennessee area. The SETN Podcast. Welcome into SETN Preps. This podcast available on Facebook. You can also find it on iTunes. Just do the search, S-E-T-N Preps. If you go to Facebook, make sure you like the page. That way you'll get notifications every time we put out a new episode. And uh, if you're into podcasts on iTunes, you can download the show. You can listen to it every single week. We do it twice a week during the season, and we've been on a pretty good run here over the summer, cranking out some content, having a lot of conversation with coaches, especially new coaches and Chandler that's where we find ourselves back today as uh, we get a chance to visit with Jeremy Boskins the new coach at Boyd Buchanan that's a program that again you go back to the mid-90s Chandler they were really good for like 20 years and then the last couple of years they've been some turmoil there in terms of coaching changes and last year they finished 0 and 10 and didn't have a lot of success on either side of the ball, so a big challenge for Jeremy Boskins. Yeah, and, and I hope someone is able to turn. I hope Boskins is able to turn around this program. And you know, like you said, Chris, it, it's kind of been a, a weird to see Boise Cannon in the position they're in with not having the success in the past two or three years that they're used to having, and having to go up against those Division two opponents is a lot of it, Chris. But. I, uh, it, it'll be exciting to see what uh, Boskins can do here at Boyd Buchanan. You know, I remember when, when Robert Aikens was at Boyd Buchanan and they made the step from single A into double A for those uh, for a couple of years. And when they stepped up in competition at that point, that was a little bit of an adjustment for Boyd Buchanan to try to, you know, after having some success and a couple of appearances in the class uh, single-A state championship game in consecutive years. They went three years in a row in 1A, and then they're faced with a situation where they've got to bump up to 2A. And again, there was some growing pains, but when you talk about taking that jump into Division Two, where not only, Chandler, is it a race for athletes, it's a race for facilities and everything else there because there's just a lot of emphasis that gets put on athletics. Not that there's not towards academics either, don't get me wrong, but in the realm in which we, we float here on SET and preps, talking high school football, Division Two. I mean, we say it all the time. I say it all the time here. That's big boy football. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason, Chris, that it's in a different division because it, you know, there is a divide between even the bigger Division One schools and, you know, uh, a lot of the Division Two schools. Let's get into our conversation with Jeremy Boskins, the new head football coach at the Boyd Buchanan School. You've had success at, at other places. I, I really, at every stop in your career, you've been able to turn programs around and, and have some success. Why Boyd Buchanan? Why would you want to leave Knoxville and <laughs> and come to Boyd? Um, I guess, I mean, there was really two uh, real good selling points, just, part, just selfishly, is one, my, my mom and brother are in Cleveland. That's where my mom lives, and my brother runs the Higher Calling Wrestling, and he's involved with the, the Cleveland Wrestling dynasty they got going on there. So it was a chance to be closer to family, and my 
my kids can be next to their cousins and stuff like that. And then the other aspect that was really a no brainer is once you meet the leadership here, like presidents Hartnest and, and Tommy Brown and Renee hood and, and Mr. B at the middle school and Dr. Warnack and, and Eddie Grant. I mean, the leadership they have was, is absolutely amazing. Great people, great hearts, got the kids first. And it was a no brainer. Were you a wrestler too? I was, but I wasn't as good as my brother. <laughs> my, my my brother's the wrestler. So so, how do you build a a, a winner in Division Two? Which I think anybody that follows high school football in the state knows without a doubt that Division Two is just it's brutal. Oh, it is, and um, it's a I mean it's a pretty simple philosophy. It's just getting it to work out is the issue, but it, I mean, our belief is, is people process product and it, we, we get the right people involved. We've got an amazing administration. We put together a great coaching staff that love kids. And right now we've been trying to get, get some players that with the same like selfless attitude that love playing ball and um, just want to come out and work hard each day for each other. And if we can build that culture, middle school on up, we we think we we got a pretty good shot at it. When you talk about the process, when you take over a program like a Boyd Buchanan, who granted they they've had a ton of success there in the past. Now, recently and certainly last year, it was not pretty for them. What's the number one thing? What's the first thing you do when you step into a situation like that? Is the people number one, hands down, no question about it. Is to surround yourself with great people. And um, I, th- I think we've done a great job of that. I mean, I think they did a good job of that with the leadership that they have already. And then they allow us to bring some coaches in. We've been able to build a middle school staff. And we have have some amazing, amazing just people, just amazing men that you just want your kid to be around in that middle school program. And then throughout the last five months, we put the middle school staff together and we've been putting the high school staff together. And, you know, what they say you, you try to hire good people, then you let them do their job. <laughs> You so, had, I mean, that, that, that's it. You had success fast at Halls. Can you do the same thing at Boyd Buchanan? Um, I, I would like to hope so. <laughs> but right now we're trying to take one day at a time, and we're trying to build a culture, and I think we have a great start. I really do. I think the kids that we have in this program and the people that we have, like, pouring, like, breathing fire on them and pouring love on them, I think we have a great combination to build something really special. Chandler? Coach, well, yeah, Coach, what's uh, maybe one of the biggest challenges you faced or maybe something that you didn't, maybe it was unforeseen coming up, maybe it was just a challenge there, but what was maybe one of the biggest challenges going going to this Boy Buchan program? I mean, I mean, I, being, being completely honest with you, it was the, the fact that they were 0-10 and, and scored 52 points in 10 games. <laughs> So, I mean, they allowed 500 last year. And, I mean, just getting these kids to believe in each other and to go out there and compete and, and like, just really plan as hard as they can. And, I mean, and really we're not doing it alone because our basketball program ended last year on an amazing streak. And Coach Templeton did a great job of incorporating this warrior culture. And you've probably seen it hashtagged all over Twitter and face page and all that fun stuff. But um, that warrior culture is what we're building this around. And it's in the basketball team. And from the basketball team, our baseball team carried it on, and they got second in the district. And really, we got kids that 
are good athletes and good ball players, good students, good people. And we're just trying to keep the ball rolling from that. We're really not focused on what they did last year football season. We're trying to build on what they did on last year in basketball and baseball and because we feel like we got a good core group. Do you go back and watch last year at all, or is it just, guys, that's the past. Let's focus on what we got now. Honestly, I mean, I really haven't had time. We've been trying to rebuild the weight room culture, and we're reorganizing the entire locker room and stuff, and we're just trying to love on the kids that we have here. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to pass judgment on what they what went on last year or anything like that. We're just trying to love on them and just build that culture, like, right now and just like get them to take every rep as serious as they can and just build that brotherhood where they love coming to work every day. Will you call the offense at Boyd? No, I, I'm going to help out, but we've, we've hired a great guy, um, a former Division II head coach from Ezell Harding, Craig Campbell. Um, I've known him for years upon years. We work in the National Football Academies together and traveled all around the, the country and stuff, but he's a, he's a Boyd alumni. So he played here. He knows what it means to put on that uniform. And he's been a head coach in the Division Two. So he's somebody that we lean on quite a bit. We lean on for advice in the, in the Division Two football world, and we lean on in, in just football period. He's, he's a great man, and he's done an amazing job right now, kind of taking over and re, re, recreating a whole new identity for the school. So tell us about your staff. What does it look like? Oh, they're a fun group of guys. <laughs> Um, we got Craig Campbell who's kind of calling the offense. We got Toby McKenzie, who also is another former head coach in like the private school. He was at yep. uh, TCPS. And then we have uh, Sean Russell, who we just kind of picked up. It was a huge, huge addition from um, Cleveland High School. Uh, we've been able to incorporate, uh, we have Jeff Stone, who played here also from back in the deal, back a few years ago. <laughs> and um, he knows what it's like to put on that uniform. Um, we've got a couple guys that are non-faculty that just absolutely love this place. And we got, um, Phil Grubb, who's a detective and a Spartan race guru, who's done a great job with our inside linebackers. Um, uh, we got Tony Jones, who's done a great job with our secondary and he does a little bit of everything. He's our hype guy and, and loves on the dudes. Um, so Vinny Jordan, who does our D line and he played here also back in the day and he, he just kind of brings that tough mentality that, that blue collar kind of deal to our guys. So we've been, and we have Ezel Dodd, who's kind of our operations guy. And that man right there, he's the one, he's the secret sauce. <laughs> he, he gets it all going. What's the identity? You talk about that warrior culture. What's the identity you want for your football team? <laughs> I'm a former Marine and I'm a grunt and I'm a, like old infantryman kind of deal. So we're never out of the fight. <laughs> So we, we believe that you may be bigger, you may stronger kind of deal, but um, <laughs> we bleed blue and, and you ain't going to outrun us kind of deal. We believe in conditioning. It's something we can control and that we take a lot, a lot of pride in. And um, we take a lot of pride not tapping out. We've incorporated a lot of, like, we've had some Navy SEALs come talk to the team, some Marines come and do our workouts and stuff for us, and just that mentality of just – we don't care who's on the other side. We're going to do our job. We're going to protect our brother to our right and our left. What's your numbers look like this summer? It's been great. It really has. I mean, and, and we'll see how it goes once we kind of get going. We've had about 43 each day. We've been real happy with that. And, and it's guys that show up and get after it. Um, if we can keep that numbers, we'd be ecstatic because it absolutely breaks my heart when a kid decides he, he doesn't want to stick with it. But we've been loving on him and trying to coach him up, trying to get him better every single day. 
we we catch you on a Thursday after uh, you guys have been involved in a in a seven on seven. How many seven on sevens will you are you guys trying to take part in? Uh, we do them every Tuesday and Thursday right now, and today was just a good one because we had like eight total teams here, and there are a bunch of coaching guys that we're familiar with, and it, it's a good coaching experience. It's not like the some of the other seven-on-seven stuff that gets a bad rap. I mean, these are good dudes. You're trying to coach up their guys. We got Chris Brown from Red Bank here. We got Coach Starr from Howard here. We got Bob Atecker from Grace Baptist coming up to get work. We got Copper Basin coming up. We got a team from uh, Josie High School from Augusta, Georgia, who came up and get some work with us. Um, Chattanooga Central's here with Coach Jones. We just got a bunch of good, I mean, good people who want to love on their kids. We filmed it um, and just – try to coach them up, have a good time, and compete. And it's good for our guys to see other guys celebrate and how much they love on their teammates because, I mean, it's, that's, that's what we want out of this game, and we want them to have a good time and get after it. It's good for you guys to have that artificial turf too, isn't it? Oh, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful <laughs> thing. <laughs> so give me a little scouting report now. You, you talked about those teams from the area that were there, in particular Red Bank and Howard. Did you see enough of them? Can you, can you tell us oh, what gosh. you saw from them? Uh, Chris, Chris Brown's a good friend of mine. We've, we've worked with the last Tuesday and Thursday with them. And I mean, you know what the Red Bank reputation is and stuff like that. We've, we've got some amazing work with them and they've really pushed us and taken us out of our comfort zone. And that's been the best thing in the world for us. Chris is a dear friend and is, is, and that's the kind of team that we want to have here aboard is what they're building over there at Red Bank. But we had some big man competitions here too. So they got to get after it and get the prowlers and some tires and, that kind of grunt work that we like to do. Tell but, us. Um, it was just a good old time. It really was. We were happy all these guys came out. Everybody came out healthy, and hopefully we got a little bit better. Tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about your kids. Give me some. Give me a couple oh. of names of some kids that we need to be uh, we need to be looking out for. I don't know if I can give you just a couple. We might be giving you the whole roster. They some good dudes. <laughs> um, Eli Evans, um, he's one of our athletes. He kind of does a little bit of everything. He'll play some quarterback. He'll play some receiver. He'll play free safety. And Miguel Medina is kind of in that same boat. He's, he's one of our, our leaders on the team. Hamilton Chadwell's O-line, D-line for us. Charlie Terry's our big red fury. He's our O-line, D-line guy too. And we had some centers out here getting some good work with Jabari Johnson and, and Joey Lockmiller and we had some a lot of young guys. We had the J.J. Johnson step up big at some linebacker stuff and some freshmen like Matt Stone get in there, get some big reps, and Tyson Campbell going out there, some of our soccer guys coming out there making plays. Um, it was a lot of fun. We got, we got some of those big boys in football, too. We got a little end zone, little short yardage deal. We throw the ball to some of those big boys. It makes their day. And they put on their highlight film for huddle. You know how that goes. <laughs> so – but Preston Edmondson, Coach, I can go on. Preston Edmondson, we got a bunch of good guys. Um, um, Christian Hughley is one of our corners we got going down. He's just been locked down for us. Jermichael McGoy has been great for us. We're hoping to get uh, Carson Gay back here real soon. And Caden uh, uh, Johnson has been an absolute stud. He's a young guy. He's been a stud for us. But we really – I feel like I left a bunch of guys out, but – it's just a, you love coming and hanging out with these guys and getting after it in the weight room and throwing the ball around. It's fun. Coach, you know, you talked about the players that are doing a lot. You got a lot of players that are doing multiple positions. Uh, with your quarterback position, what is that going to look like? Is that going to be something where you haven't figured it out yet, or have you got somebody in that quarterback position? 
Um, Eli Morris has kind of been taking the quarterback thing kind of by the reins right now, but Eli Evans jumps in there quite a bit also. And uh, this the selflessness that those two boys have, those two young men have is awesome because whenever Eli Evans is in there, Eli Morris is dying to go play receiver. And whenever Eli Morris is in there, then Evans is dying to play receiver. And, I mean, just we have guys just fighting for reps and just trying to, like, work together and just make this school proud again. I mean, but to answer your question, Eli Morris and Eli Evans, it's kind of a tag team thing. And just the selflessness between those two, it doesn't even feel like a competition. It just feels like a family affair. <laughs> so do, are you comfortable going into the year with those two guys rotating at quarterback? Oh, absolutely. No, so- no question about it. No question about it. We trust those guys, whether it be short yardage or whatever right now. The leadership they've shown, the work ethic, the, the ownership, the extreme ownership they take day in, day out, they've done a great job. Boyd Buchanan has a tremendous history in, in football, starting back in the mid-'90s. Uh, they have a long history of success at times in basketball. You talked about the recent success in, in baseball. Soccer is – Coach Walker's the man. Coach oh. Walker is the man. <laughs> they have had an unbelievable run recently in in soccer. D- does that put a little more pressure on you guys in football? That man, we we've got to you know we got to get this thing back to where it was. Oh, I don't I don't think they're going to put any more pressure on us than we push on ourselves. I mean, they just help raise the bar. We we, we want to raise the bar in everything we do because once they do leave the the beautiful compound of Boy Buchanan, they're going to have to compete for jobs. We want them to used to being held to high standards and competing no matter what they do. So we'll be there at every soccer game with Coach Walker and the coach basketball games with Coach Templeton and Coach Pryor with the baseball. I mean, it, it honestly, no exaggeration, is just one big happy family. Well, Coach, I know y'all, y'all mentioned wrestling earlier. You've had some experience with that, I guess. Uh, I know that this is probably for a wrestler, this is probably a, or a wrestler, someone that knows wrestling, is kind of an easy question. But for some of the viewers out there, what do you think is the harder sport here, football or wrestling? <laughs> that, that, we fight about that every Thanksgiving. You know that, me and my brother. <laughs> uh, he's got some great arguments. we got some great arguments. We talk about just the discipline that both of them have, the, um, the work ethic that both of them have. And wrestling seems like an individual sport, but it is so not an individual sport. You've always got to have someone to roll around with. you always got to have somebody to spar with. And you need somebody in your corner always cheering you on. It's the same thing as football. So in our in a lot of our conditioning stuff, we incorporate wrestling as part of it. So I'd like to think that we're, we're big brother, little brother, or fall sport brothers, winter sport brother, because as soon as our guys are done with football, if they're not in the basketball gym, you better believe we're, going, we're pushing them to the wrestling mat. You think it's important for guys to play more than one sport? Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, I think it's one of the best. They just need to have that camaraderie and just develop different skill sets. And they need to be coached by different people and see anybody that can pour, any man, any, anybody that can pour that leadership and just that mentorship into a young man. I mean, I think you just need to expose yourself to as much as possible because you can always learn something from somebody else. And you may be a starter in one sport. You learn how to be a backup and a good teammate in another sport, and it just helps develop the whole the whole person, not just the whole act. Chandler, I think the one thing we can say about Jeremy Boskins, you can tell that guy he is excited to be at Boyd Buchanan, 
and I think he's just excited about life regardless of of what may come over the uh, the 10 or 11 weeks of the of the regular football season uh, he's a guy that sounds like he's excited and you'll wonder if some of that excitement maybe can't rub off on some of his players and if they're kind of feeding off some of that excitement that he's got and and this is a coach that's excited about the entire athletic program as well you know and I'm not saying that coaches around this area are not excited about their athletic program but you know, it, it, it's kind of it's it's great to see even at the Division Two level, all the athletes and all the coaches there at those different sports being able to kind of link together and kind of build off each other, and that's that's something I think that's going to be unique about uh, Boyd Buchanan and and, and Boskins being there, and he's excited about that. So. Yeah, good luck to the Bucks this year. We want to take a minute and remind you again, like our Facebook page, you can find us. Just go to SETN Preps. Find us on Facebook. Give us a like. That way you'll be notified every time we push out a, uh, a new episode. Also, you can also find this show on iTunes. You can rate, review, and subscribe. Just go to iTunes and type it in, S-E-T-N Preps. You can find it right there. And, again, we're glad to have you with us, and we've got a lot more high school football coming up. Chandler, before we know it, it's going to be jamboree season. So uh, we'll be talking a lot about the jamborees. But, hey, I think we still got a couple of new coaches that we've got to try to get to uh, before we get to the jamborees. But it's going to be a lot of fun these next couple of weeks. Practice for real. Not seven-on-seven stuff now. That's, that's, that's okay, too. But we've got some real practice that is about to get started here in a couple of weeks when guys start putting on pads. That's always exciting to get those pads popping and to get some physicality into the practices. I know when I was playing football, Chris, that was really exciting, and I, I know it's exciting for these players now. Be with us next time. Chandler and I will be back. We'll be talking some more high school football. We'll have another coach on with us, and we look forward to having you join us then.